from the creators of Relevant Magazine, this is The Relevant Podcast. Oh yeah, candles burning low, lots of mistletoe, lots of snow and ice, everywhere we go, choir singing carols, right outside my door, all these things and more. It's Tuesday, November 27, 2018, and it's The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studios, our illustrious engineer on the ones and twos, my brother, Chandler Strang. Hello. On the Skype line from Gainesville, Florida, Big Cat Eddie Koffeltz. Hey, Merry Christmas. (laughs) Did we catch you off guard there? (laughs) On the Skype line from Nashville, Tennessee, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, everybody, and Merry Christmas. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And just down the street, author, podcaster, speaker, cowgirl, Extraordinaire Annie F. Downs. Good morning, gents. Happy Christmas. <laughs> Can I amend my my welcome, Cameron? Yes, please. Could I you would, just, would appreciate Could you that. pitch to me again real fast? Uh, on the Skype line from Gainesville, Florida, big cat Eddie Koffeltz. You know what? Happy holidays. <laughs> no. I, mean, I am taking the Christ You're out so of Christmas. Inclusive. We are. We're You're full so on in Christmas mode now. It's not multiple. Ho- I guess you can throw New Year's in there. Yeah. Well, well, I, I mean, there's also season. Hanukkah. Hanukkah. That's true. Wow, I like, the, I like the I like the idea of Saint having Stephen's an inclusive Saint holiday Stephen's greeting, Day, December twenty yeah, sixth. Like yeah, yeah. There's a lot last, of holidays. Happy happening. last quarter of the year, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're enjoying just this period of time. Andy, you've a- been in Christmas mode now for, uh, by oh, my count, about six weeks. Yeah, and uh, and it still shows your your house still looks very festive. Thank you, thank you. I haven't now, added to it. I'm budgeted, but now I'm all the way caught up. And it feels good to be here with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you. I was wondering. I mean, I knew the day after Thanksgiving was Eddie's day, obviously. What was your actual day, Tyler? It's always always the day after Thanksgiving. Okay. In the Huckabee Riggs household. Yeah. Always go get a tree that day. The whole thing happens that day. So by the time we go to bed, by the time we went to bed the day after Thanksgiving, it was all done. Trees up, lights on the house. Lights on the house, too. You're working all day. You're outside. You're schlepping on the roof. Right, because we got our inside team and our outside team, and then we have a floater. So evil float between the two. Oh my gosh, uh, an inside team and outside. We got a lot happening. It's an efficient home. A couple a couple weeks ago, I was at the uh, I was down at the mall hanging out with my buds at the mall. Neat. And, Green uh, Hills Mall, which mall? And, and, and this was still this, this was over in this is Opry Mills. Oh, and uh, this oh. was before Thanksgiving. Right. And uh, I, I was and I, it was a couple days before Thanksgiving and I was and I was strolling through and they have the North Pole Santa situation up already at that point. Right. And you can't imagine a sadder sight in the mall than a Santa just sitting there with kids walking by looking like it's not Christmas yet. I don't know what, <laughs> what this guy's doing. <laughs> the Santa was not respected. Santa, don't you have a lot to do? You should. You need to get busy, man. You can't just be sitting around waiting for these presents are going to build themselves, man. What are you doing? But literally, <laughs> he just was sitting no, there alone. Oh, well, there'd be a line now. Now, now well, he's now working. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, now he's, yeah. yeah but. I assume he's still there unless he resigned. He gave up just in depression. <laughs> oh, Do we man. get to talk to Cohen? Is he going to be a voice or can we uh, ask him a question or no? Uh, well, actually, yeah, a little surprise. Uh, we're recording this on a day uh, my, my son Cohen is out of school and Cohen's yes. uh, on, on the headphones. Cohen, you want to say hi on the mic right there? You want to pull that over to you? Hoy. <laughs> yeah, there he is. <laughs> he's on. I have an actual question for Cohen. Okay. Cohen, I need you to tell me when is the right time to decorate for Christmas? 
When is it like, what day is the right day? When is it too early? When is it too late? What's the right day to decorate for Christmas? We did talk about this because we were at Home Depot. A week uh, or two after Thanksgiving? A week or two after wow. Thanksgiving. Wow. That's delayed gratification. We were at Home right. Depot before Thanksgiving and uh, he was like, why are the Christmas trees already here? I mean, he was like incredulous, you know? And I'm like, I know, buddy. I don't know. There's like people like Annie in the Cohen? world. That's a long time, pal. <laughs> it's probably the day after Thanksgiving, you think? That weekend? Yeah. Yeah. We want to soak in as much as we can, but we don't want to be too early like Annie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's beautiful. Cohen, just look it, at it. It's beautiful. Whatever time you want. That's what I say. Whenever you want. Whenever you want. Go as early as you want. I don't like know. July. Just yeah, that, go for it. That's fine. <laughs> I, I've told you guys about my neighbors that leave their Christmas tree up year round. So, you know. Yeah, yeah okay. but that is wild. Yeah. I mean, that is <laughs> it's pretty wild. Wait, they they really do. Yeah, oh, yeah. That is some yeah, mental you illness. It, you can see it through, like in their window. It's red. It's, uh, it's red. So yeah. it's not like just a tree with white lights on it. It is an actual Christmas tree. The festive. Well, it's, you know, it's. It's fake, obviously. It's plastic, but that is wildly messed up. Yeah, it's super weird. Did I when we talked about that? Did I tell y'all that at one time in college we kept one up for a whole year and we just changed it seasonally? We changed it to a Valentine's tree and that's then kind, to a St. Patrick's I think that's Day kind tree. Of what they do as well. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. What is a a Valentine's tree has like hearts and stuff yeah, it on hearts it? Hearts all over it, and we just took like pink and red and white, uh, garlandy kind of looking stuff that we bought at Michaels or some craft store. And then, I admire the people who like decorate their redecorate the home for every holiday season. Yeah. But that is not that that is, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're still we're, we're I'm, I'm appreciating our partnership with Bright Peak. And I think they have a lot of questions <laughs> about somebody who budgeted. Well, to be fair, we were like six college sophomores. And so we didn't make any any wise decisions, really. And you look real disturbed. I'm sorry. Well, I you're just putting the I, budget together every month and you're like, all right, we got man, we, we got short on grocery money again i don't know where i'm gonna pull from gotta make sure i mean we can't take them the president's day it's coming right up i I don't know how to pull my 300 out of that wouldn't it just make you feel so weird to have a tree up all around the year i would feel so weird in my own house yeah just like there's just like i mean there's no punchline to this it's just (laughs) didn't it feel so weird i noticed it like three years ago yeah it's been it's been several years yeah, we Ugh. did it one year. I mean, of, of my 38 years on the planet, I did it once. So it clearly wasn't a feeling that yeah, I wanted to right. stick around. But sure. I really liked it in that 20 to 21 window. It was it was really kitschy and fun and cute. The fellas loved it. You guys. There's also a dust thing. Like, yeah, yeah. you don't clean your yeah, tree. You have to clean it. You, you, have to you clean just it. generally. But yeah, yeah. You have to yeah. clean that tree. They have to get in there, which actually, you know, they don't. Right. Yeah, but, right. but they should but get in there with yeah. a little brush and you know vacuum deal and get it all clean but that thing is just that is just an allergy bomb <laughs> if, it's a, if it's a if it's not a real tree you can just take it outside turn the hose on spray her down yep. let her dry out overnight and take it back in you're good to go the next month I, I, that's, that's a once a week situation you're, you're saying fine. you're gonna take your artificial tree outside and hose it down to clean it <laughs> As opposed to like what Eddie's talking about is ridiculous. You get out the pledge and a little oh, dust mud. it down in yeah. the front yard is not What's going ridiculous? on in your air quality in your home that you need to go hose down trees? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna string it up like a hog, get the hose out, put my thumb over the nozzle, and just up and down a couple of times. Your Nebraska showing right now. You really, Cameron Chandler. You gotta every once in a while just do a walk around the perimeter of their house and make sure there's not like a a shack with a vent 
ventilation thing out the top and no windows and a lock on the door. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what I'm getting at. Eddie. I don't want to say with Cohen, but you know. Yeah, so I get dark. I was like, I was so there, like trying to give Eddie the nonverbal. My son's on the earphones. Yeah. Shh. Hey, there are and, people listening to this podcast. And all the parents are driving in the car right now with their kids are like, Eddie, Cohen, no, 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 no. They're like reaching for the volume. Christmas tree year round. Cohen, would you have a Christmas tree up in your house year round? No. 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 Because no. no, he's not Never. An It's weird. That yeah, was an easy one. That's right. Cohen is a man with principles. He understands the world as it should be, and he puts right. things in their right order. That's right. Cohen yeah. Stern. I like him. He's one of my friends. I like the guy. I love Cohen. Hey, we have a great uh, show in store for you today. Not only does Cohen join us, but Yvonne Orji joins us. Uh, she's one of the stars of HBO's show Insecure. She's a strong Christian, and her, uh, her character on the show may be would not be in line with her belief system. And uh, it's an interesting, um, it's an interesting story, interesting conversation that we have with it's her. kind of how I feel about being on this show. I know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Annie. <laughs> we all, we, we, sacrifices. <laughs> we, all, we all have to negotiate our moral principles for the dollar. <laughs> I, I will tell you though, I was doing an interview the other day and the, asked the question that I get asked every single time anyone ever meets me, which is how were you, you on the, relevant show and on the new activists like it's the same <laughs> person it's just we all have different kinds of parts of our personality and they just are <laughs> vexed that someone that seems to be so crazy on one can be a little less crazy on the other. that's right that's Annie, thank you for making the sacrifices that well, you do to be on this show. We we do appreciate it. In, and I've gained some friends and lost some brain cells, and I'm thrilled to be here. So, <laughs> well, that's a and I'm aware that Memorial Day one. isn't going to pay. The Memorial Day decorations aren't going to pay for themselves. So, I yeah. gained some friends and lost some brain cells, but I'm happy to be here. Right. <laughs> College colon gained some right. friends, exactly. lost some brain cells. Right. But I'm happy to be here. That's funny. That's probably how I am. Just about everywhere. That's really funny. Uh, well, moving the show along, it's our Tuesday uh, show. It's time for Slices. Slices! What do you have, Eddie? Well, I have had a pretty strong rule of my many years on the show to not bring any, like, sh- like of those hacky kind of slices about, like, oh, crazy criminal and wherever did something. Right. Uh, but, but there is an unsolved mystery happening right now, and it <gasps> may end up being criminal that is... Yes. Um, well, it's just too perfect. And I have to bring it up so that maybe some friends can help with it. Okay. Um, so friends in Arizona, there is a mystery happening afoot that, that you need to be a part of. Okay. There is a bird rescue and rehabilitation center in Arizona, and it is called fallen feathers. Oh. Now, of course that's not the joke, but we do need to workshop that name, but they have a, <laughs> they have a bird rescue, right? And all birds need to be rescued. And so they have this little thing called fallen feathers. All birds need to be rescued, huh? Yeah. Well, okay. from, from the air. Well, I generally don't, and I'm just, this is going to be a hot take. I don't care about birds at all. I'm neutral to the whole species. You know how many people are surprised? None of them. None None of of the people are surprised that you don't care about birds. So you don't Uh, dislike birds. It's not like a phobia thing where it's like, oh, birds terrify. They're weird. They got weird faces. Completely neutral. Like when somebody is like, uh, oh, look, there's a look up in the tree. There's like a hawk. And you're like, okay, Neat. I guess that's a hawk in the tree. I mean, what, that's where hawks live. But people seem to be really into birds. And I okay, don't but care. but but have you seen like the birds of prey do their thing? That's kind of cool. Yeah, like the talons come out. You know, and the, like, oh, it's I, cool. Oh, oh in an say, attack posture. I'm very into birds, but I'm into anything <laughs> in its own attack posture. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a bird guy either at all. Right. But but I've in the last year moved to water. 
and I'm seeing yeah. a whole lot of bird things that I didn't yeah, ever nice. see before. And it's really crazy and interesting. And I'm living in a National right. Geographic Discovery Channel thing. And it's right. really so generally if the hawk is sitting on a fence post, okay. But if the hawk is like plucking a squirrel out of your backyard, well, that's yeah. worth seeing. That's yeah. really neat. <laughs> no, I do. I see I see birds like fly over the lake and they're like looking because it's clear water. They can see the yeah. fish, right? Oh, yeah. And then you'll see them plunge down at full speed and like go like into the water. Yeah. And then like dive down and then grab the grab the fish and then fly away. They come out and fly away. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. Seconds later they fly out with a fish with a fish in their beak. It's a pretty incredible thing. And y'all can see it going? Y'all see it happen? Yeah. Yeah. And we have like otters that live in front of our house and we have these huge cranes and they perch up on the dock and then they I mean and then the craziest ones are the birds that swim. Like the birds that not ducks, but like birds that are like underwater. It's crazy. Remember when Wait. ducks used to always hang out in our pool? Ducks always, yeah, hang out. Oh in our yeah, pool. I saw that on The Sopranos too. You probably haven't seen that show yet, Cohen. But uh, <laughs> yeah, every time That's the ducks movie. come, I have a real breakdown. Wait, there are birds that swim. I've never heard this, and I've been on this planet a while. What? Annie, Other literally, than ducks? you'll just see the like. I know ducks. Cohen, I got see, you on the ducks. Other but. than ducks, you'll just see like their heads like poking out of the water, and it's like That's... birds that are down there like fishing under the, uh, swimming underwater and stuff. And then they come. Hold up. on, hold on. I have to stop the whole show. Yeah, Annie, you've never seen birds that also swim. I mean, ducks. <laughs> you and Cohen are correct. I've seen a duck, but, but there's like a lot of ducks. birds that are in the water. water there's a, lot of, a lot of birds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But camera made it sound like sky birds that swim that's right not sky they do. birds that swim. Yes, they do. birds that fly that also <laughs> can swim yes i know that's ducks. the majority of birds they eat the only swimmers. bird that's not a sky bird is a penguin are not swimmers <laughs> we don't know this for certain <laughs> eagles would go down and grab fish with their talons yeah, that so they have to, swimmers. Would no, you call the, would you call fish swim fish? Or would you just call them fish? <laughs> water fish. Right, water. Well, you're not telling water me a story fish. about a fish that can fly. If you were telling me a story that there were fish that were flying, I mean, I know there is a flying fish, but that would be the, the duck of the air. I get it. That would be the duck version of a fish. I like the duck of the air analogy. <laughs> I'm, you're losing me a little bit. Like I'm I'm struggling to put it all together, but I'm just saying but I came back for duck Cohen of the air. Implied to me. That, that normal sky birds, like a hawk or an eagle, they will sometimes look out on their pond and only and see them swimming around like they're all friends and only their heads are poking up out of the water. I've never Annie, known a bird to do that. You're coming down in December. I will make sure to point out in my backyard, the like, see that little head? That little head? These are birds that are swimming are underwater. that are swimming. And they're coming up for air and then they go back down. Uh, I mean, okay. every time you say skybirds, I just realized <laughs> here's what this show does to someone. And Annie, we're coming up on one year of you here. We're getting ready for it. But here's what this show does is every single week, there's just a little tiny peek into a different part of the brain. And so far over this year, it's been like, ah, oh, she knows a lot about that. Oh, interesting. She's able to navigate that situation. But apparently we just opened up a door to a, just an empty room and the door is just labeled knowledge of birds. And there's just, there's nothing in there, Annie. Other speaker, like- podcaster, extraordinaire, cowgirl, wannabe. Avian novice. (laughs) (laughs) Like for Annie, there was ducks and bald eagles, and those were the only two birds. And apparently there are others. And she's shocked. (laughs) So I just am surprised. First of all, I'm not implying. I'm saying and stating directly. Second of all, you are you're just building your own case. And I don't want to get. But do you know, know. as it pertains as it pertains to the slice, do you know what a pigeon is? 
<laughs> Would you call that a, an airbird? A pigeon is a skybird, not okay. a swimming bird. Okay. So, Cohen, do you agree with me? Isn't a pigeon a skybird, Cohen? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Cohen is Cohen, even someone on my team. Completely city birds. Birds. Land birds. Land birds. Yeah. City birds. That's true. They just Cohen's also made, while walking around on the ground most of the time. Building yeah. birds. Yeah. Building Cohen's birds. also made his way through a majority of elementary school, so he understands a lot about <laughs> like the sky birds and water fish or whatever. So listen, Fallen Feathers out of Arizona gets a call. The lady says, the lady who calls Fallen Feathers says, uh, "Hey." There's a pigeon outside of my house and it's got like something on it. I need your help. Well, Fallen Feathers apparently is not full service because the advice that Fallen Feathers gives to this person that calls is, well, just trap the bird and bring it in, which let's just pause there. Would you know how to trap a pigeon? Nope. No, no. idea. I don't think it'd be that hard. Do you think it'd be, it, not, what, it what generally would be it, your first probably. step? Uh, Cohen, probably what not. were you saying? How would you trap a pigeon? If it had something like bad on it, it would probably be pretty easy. A bad, no, like if it was like injured, yeah, like with oh, something if, on it. Oh, oh, yes. like if it was like weighing it down or yeah. something, it would be Cohen, easy. I don't know like, if you've read my slice, but you've brought up the right point because <laughs> this person was easily able to trap the pigeon because the pigeon apparently was adorned. So they bring this pigeon in, and it turns out happy. that someone created for it. A, uh, a vest. People put vests on pigeons so that they can keep them as pets. What? So that they act as diapers. So essentially, <gasps> Wait, the vest. You lost, you, a couple of months ago, you brought a chicken in a diaper. Yeah. This, what this, is it with you and this vein of humor always gets me. And this is the exact same. Google alert. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, right? Right. <laughs> right. Foul plus diaper plus Foul bird plus plus airbird. So uh, <laughs> skybird or whatever she said. So yeah. I'm still trying it. to remember. Like I'm trying to think. Annie was talking about. Well, I know there's fish that fly. I'm like, wait, there's what? a fish. There's a flying fish. It's a thing. There's, it's not just a fish. fish. They just jump out Ooh. of the water. Thank they don't like in. fly. They don't like flap their but wings I mean, and fly that's away. A, that's the same amount that those birds swim. I was they just calling you. The True. No, there's those birds can stand there for a long time. For me, and there's only one. Flying fish can fly for a hundred yards. They can. They they like glide for. So they're like the they're the Wright brothers of of the flying community. Thing, thing, the, of the fish yeah, community, yeah. not the flying community. Airplanes. <laughs> they're the, the ducks of the, of the air. Community. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. <Sorry, laughs> right. There is a joke there with a fish right brother, and I can't figure it out. But if someone can or can tweet it to us, that would be. I mean, it seems like a pun, right? This is. Yeah. 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 What do you call? What do you call the Wright brothers if they were fish? I don't know. What yeah. do you call them? Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's there. It's yeah. hanging in the, it's hanging in the ether. And yeah, I got to yeah. tell you, I don't care when it happens. When I get to it, I'm going to say it out loud. So I hope that you guys are just aware that if anything deep happens during the show. Tell me about so the anyhow, vest on this pigeon. So Cohen is right. There's a vest on the pigeon. So the pigeon isn't already moving fast. However, not only did the person keep the pigeon as a pet and put a vest on it so that when it went to the bathroom, it had like a little diaper. But it was a rhinestone encrusted vest. Oh so God. somebody oh, wow. had taken the time. Somebody had taken the time to bedazzle a vest for a pigeon. And now this is the criminal element. They are looking for the person. Um, the the uh, the the. Bird Sanctuary has posted a picture of the bird. The Bird Sanctuary clearly has a 
sense of humor. They posted a screenshot of the bird next to Liberace. They posted oh, it on Facebook and they are searching to see if anyone has lost their bird because they want to talk about why on earth they have possibly bedazzled a bird's vest. That is my slice and I will never regret bringing that today because some, <laughs> for I some... A, I, have a, I have a behind the scenes question for you, Eddie, because what you may not have known in the past few months is there's been a real... Mm, a slice gate kind of problem. Yeah. yeah. We've had. Yeah. I need you to tell me how you, that is a perfect slice that I would have wanted to bring. Yeah. What for real, what did you Google that got you that? Cause I want to Google that and get those slices. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the method by which I find my slices, but it is over five, six years. I have a few sources. I have a few Google searches and they never fail me. His, and, he has a Google alert for bedazzled vest and it just so happened to be on. <laughs> that, is, that is the primary. There are yeah. a couple sources. He's going to get his musical theater beat. He's going to get right, I mean, right, there's, right. his pigeon news, everything you need. And I'm going to also tell you insider tip. You've been here for a year. It's time for you to have this tip about slices. Never. When they ask what your slice is, never tell them. You just <laughs> do them. you and you be ready to sell it because I had to really sell this pitch because of this, this slice. Cause when you really step back, a lady bedazzled, uh, you know, a lady found a pigeon with a bedazzled vest and turned it in. That's the whole I was about slice. To say, that's a real assumption that a lady made that bet. No, no, no. A lady found 50, it 50. and turned it in. Yeah. But, but Eddie, I saw this hit the news a few days ago. And the story mm-hmm. that I saw was that the local authorities are on the hunt for the person, the owner yeah. of the pigeon with a bedazzled vest because they have some questions. Right. They, have they, they know how to get their own. Have they found this, the owner of the bedazzled? I, you know that I don't read farther than the one story I found. So I have no idea. And if you want to know, like you can Google hunt. it on your own. This is, I, I am not a real journalist, but I, this is a man hunt look. now. They are, they are on the search for the owner of the bedazzled vest pigeon. It's a big deal. Uh, yeah. No, as of yesterday at 1 PM, when this story was filed, no, who's wow. the most angry here? The, the who's on the search, like the police care that much about a pigeon in a vest. It's a great question. Yeah, well, I believe I, the pigeon is probably the most angry. I think it's violating a few <laughs> rules. I don't know. Is it their law? If someone took time to bring a law about pigeons and vests to yeah. their government, I need. I have work they can be doing. I mean, it could be kind of. I, I could see there being a case being made for some sort of animal cruelty, but yeah. also I could see a case being made for just. Being awesome, a waste to animals. of a good vest. That's that's <laughs> right. my argument. That's all, there's only so many rhinestones in the world, and right. I think they're probably worried about the slippery slope. You know, one pigeon and a rhinestone vest. Yeah, whatever. Not a big. There's a lot of pigeons out there. But if this pigeon vest maker kind of gets the wrong oh, idea, like cops yeah. don't care. Next thing you know, this lady walks out of her house the next morning. Twenty pigeons, yeah. none of whom can fly, just laying in her. Just a show choir, just an entire show choir. (laughs) There's just skybirds everywhere with vests on. (laughs) Stylish pigeons. Stylish pigeons. And it's not pigeons. Stylish pigeons. You're right, Cohen. Look at that. And then it's it's bald eagles, flamingos. Um, All right. What do you have, Tyler? (laughs) All right. So I... I, this is something that I've been like, this was my big, uh, last Tuesday was my birthday. I turned 34 years old. And oh boy. Uh, when I turned 34. Yeah. Happy birthday, bud. I don't want to, my slice is not my birthday, but big it is day. noteworthy. Big it day. should um, be a hundred percent. It should be. When I turned 33, I set a goal for myself that I, that I did not 
achieve. And that goal was to try to, it it was a very, it was a little thing. It was just to hydrate more is do you guys is drinking water regularly a part of your, like, got to make sure I get my eight glasses or whatever. Literally every day. Yes. Yeah. You've you've got a water bottle right now. You usually have one. Yep. Every day. Yeah. Every day. When I'm, uh, when I'm healthy. Are you a big hydrator? I, I am, but I like of all the things in my life that just I fail miserably on because I try to do it. Water just comes naturally. I just feel like oh. I need a lot of water <laughs> to not feel like I have a sore throat all the time. Oh, yeah. So I just drink a ton of water. Yeah. So it's not really an interesting story, but I feel like people want a three dimensional picture of because I think it's something that you you hear like your mom always tells you to make sure you're drinking a lot of water. They'd say it's really good for your skin. I don't know. I wanted to Cohen try to do this year. his water bottle as soon as you started talking about it. Huh? You he was in. He's so I'm, hydrated. I'm yeah. bad at it. I, I don't do it. very. I, I'm not good at it, but I'm better at it than some people. So there Although, was I'm sorry, Tyler. A, I will I will interrupt though because and we're getting a little bit into a stand up bit here, but I'm not really trying to work out material. But I have thought of this before, which <laughs> is to a tight five, man. What do you got? <laughs> like my kids have to take a water bottle everywhere. They take a water bottle to school. Really? I, yeah, always. Backpacks always have a water bottle. Yeah, always when water I taught school, you the kids all had to have their own water bottle. But what, what I'm saying is, I didn't have my first water bottle until I was at least graduated from college and probably married. In my life, like, didn't you just drink from a water fountain with everybody else? Like, why is everybody so hydrated nowadays? Anyhow, that's my time. Thanks so much. Make sure to tip your waiter. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. I mean, I was homeschooled. Nobody was forcing me to carry a water bottle around the house. We we had too many other things going on. We had to learn why evolution was false. There was no time. (laughs) You had to spray down the tree in the yard. You had to feed the pigs. All of our water goes to cleaning our artificial trees once a month out in the front yard. So drink something else. You had to look through the book of uh, ducks that can also like birds that can also be in the water. It was a very big book because there's a lot of birds. Can I have that book? Can someone give me that book? Yeah. If we had time for water at the end of the day, we were lucky. We considered that. That was a, that was big yeah. Day. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Hug. You joked about this, but this is actually the side. So there was a woman uh, who lived in uh, who who lives still. She's alive, thankfully. Uh, who lived in Monaco. Um, she's 31 years old and she, uh, as it turned out, went to the hospital. She had, she had to go to the ER because she has not had a drink of water since she was 15 years old. Wow. She has drank soda exclusively for the last decade and a half. Cameron, I hope you hear this passive aggressive this is not directed at anybody this is not a subtweet this is just i I was the first one to say i don't hydrate enough i I let i came out of the gates with that she hasn't had a sip of water in 15 years uh she fainted a blood test showed that she had severely low potassium levels and a test of her heart's electrical activity showed she had a condition called long qt syndrome which causes erratic heartbeats long qt uh, syndrome this you, you emphasize the wrong syllable it's qt qt syndrome <laughs> and it makes that everybody- english hey cutie <laughs> yeah cute cutie syndrome i mean that makes sense to me it's so dear as a soda drinker yeah, it's so yeah. cute. No, she doesn't. I mean, I think she's got you beat two liters a day. Oh, of soda. my wow. gosh. What's oh. your soda of choice? Do you know, Huck? It, does, it doesn't say. And I don't know what the okay, French I'm, soda I'm, scene. I'm sorry, but that's that to me does not sound like a lot. Yesterday, I had four, I four liters of Diet Coke. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem like I bought. I, I went like to the store to and bought 
three two liters yesterday right. and i have cup. one left and then we also went out last night what so <laughs> <laughs> even cohen yeah your own son angel of a young man scandalized by your soda drinking habits scandalized <laughs> wait cameron you drank two liters of diet coke it was sun it was a weekend so you have some space but two two what? liters yeah yeah Two, two liters. Well, it's because I have these big, um, you know, when you go to like a basketball game or anything at an arena, you can oh, buy yeah. the souvenir cups at the soda. Yeah. Sure. Right? Well, that's yeah. what you want. Well, the magic every year give me the collection of magic souvenir cups because I think because I like them and I actually use those in my home. So so when Always. I just pour a glass of soda, yeah. it's one of those it's massive giant. giant cups. And so like I'm like, oh, I'll just have a cup of Diet Coke, but it's actually like a bottle of Diet Coke. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, you're, it's a liter. Yeah. Uh, so, did you drink anything else yesterday too? Did, I mean, did you drink any water or any coffee? Juice? I had coffee in the morning. I had coffee, sort of, and that's all. Yeah, we don't have anything. We're under construction right now. But I mean, the lady made it right. So, huh? like once every fifteen years to the so ER far. with cutie syndrome. Yeah, I mean, what's, <laughs> she's right. straight she, off. Within two weeks, she stopped drinking soda. Within two weeks, the problem had resolved itself. It's an easy fix. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when, just, I, when I need to get healthy, I, I drink uh, like you guys. I'll drink a ton of water and no soda. And so, like, it's just, I know, you know, we've seen the cycle a few times in the last not, 12 months. It's not like us, guys, because I'm bad at drinking while Changes I'm not. The seasons. I, I, right. need, I need an accountability part. I need once a, you know, we, Huck, we what, once what a week What do you do here. during the day? What do you drink? Soda? I don't drink soda. I drink, I drink a fair amount of coffee. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you just Coffee's stay hydrated just with a dehydrating drink? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's bad. I'm telling I'm confess, I'm, this slice, to be honest, this is a cry for help. Uh, I'm just, I, <laughs> for sure like, it is. This is like, this is like ghost of Christmas yet to come. I saw my future and that this woman is going to be me. She's, so what are you doing it for your 34th year? If you're, I mean, don't, don't shoot for hydration again because you failed. Don't go back to the same well Huge for fail. lack of a better. Wait, is that, joke. is that your actual advice? Like if you failed once, too bad. Yeah. Do, if at do first you don't succeed, succeed give up. Yeah. It wasn't meant to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would and say. also, how did you determine what more was when you said you were going to hydrate more? How did you determine? How do you know you failed? Well, <laughs> I, it was it was very obvious in my day to day life that I was failing. But I wanted to do. <laughs> but I wanted to do six glasses of water a day. That was okay. the goal. And I didn't even. I, it's hard to if you if I told you how much I failed, you'd think I was exaggerating for the sake okay. of the show. But it was okay. it was pretty bad. You should get those souvenir cups like Cameron has. Let's steal some when we're down there in December <laughs> yeah. and just come back with a magic cup and there just drink two of those a day in your Denzies. That's, that's true. Can, can I go to a magic game next time I'm in Orlando and you can hook I me up? I want to go to a magic game with Cameron so bad. And I heard I saw that you embarrassed Cohen with your yelling, and I was like, I want to be there. I want to see it in real you life. You really did. I was like, Dad, stop. Yeah, You're yeah, embarrassing me. <laughs> but also, Annie, you need to get ready because there's, you know, unlimited soda, cookies, yeah. hot dogs, yeah. food. food, unlimited snacks. hot dogs. They bring you yeah, whatever basically. you want. We have a waitress and she just brings you chicken nuggets, nachos, so cookies, bad. whatever you want. Unlimited. It's crazy. Oh. I, mean, I got to whisper because I can't for, say it too much. For um, theater of the minds, Cohen literally just went and got a soda. <laughs> yes, I had to. You were just talking about it, and I couldn't help myself. Yeah, his little body was beginning to shut down because of hydration. So he needed. To. All right, what do you have, Annie? So, by way of quick review, a, vi- a pigeon wore a bedazzled vest. A lady didn't drink enough water. Annie. <laughs> in a way that only the Holy Spirit could pull together. Yeah. I've got <laughs> the mix of both. I'd like to tell you that in the Maldives, do y'all know the Maldives? It's like real bougie islands off of in the Indian Ocean. 
they mm-hmm. have opened the first underwater hotel. <laughs> wow. Underwater. What are the chances that all the slices would pull together in such a way? <laughs> hey, you know but, what you can see at an underwater hotel? Yeah. Fish. Fish and birds. Fish. Yeah. Yeah. Water, fish. Water, water ducks. Mostly water birds. Water birds. Water birds. <laughs> this is, I know, I know. Okay, so let me tell you about this hotel. It is 16 feet underwater, right? So it is way deep down. And as you can imagine, there all the ceiling and the walls are all glass. Yeah. There's it's because it is bougie and luxury. The you know, all the linens are super nice, but it's just a bed and a bathroom. And there's some other amenities that like where um there's a private gym and a bar, and there's an under there's an infinity pool. Wow. Which is just incredible. Butler's quarters. Thank you very much. And an ocean facing bathtub. Why does there need to be a pool? You can just like go outside and you're in the ocean. Right. You can't go out though, Colin. You can't go out that way because it's all closed off. How do you get to it? Look, yeah. How do you get to it? It's an elevator that goes down. You check in on the land. I'm reading. I'm continuing to read. You know, this was like the dream. This was like this. When I was a kid, it was like, we're going to have underwater cities and we're going to have space exploration Mm -hmm. be normal. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I just Mm -hmm. assumed that there would be these. There was a ride at Disney called the living seas. And it was like a underwater exploration base like this, you know? Yeah. Like why, why, why? Yeah. Why isn't this happening? Do you want to guess how much one night is? Mm. One night you get the it's it, so the top oh the top floor here's the other way you get there's an elevator thing but the top floor of your villa is above the water and has a relaxation okay. deck so you can go up to the top floor you're above water and then there's then it goes all the way down to 16 feet Got it. underwater I'm I'm sure this would be an unforgettable experience but does anybody else feel like this thing solely exists to inspire a Dwayne Johnson movie in about five years. <laughs> of the person <laughs> trapped. Like it, like yeah, it like a crack. Crying. Yeah, a crack happens. Yeah. You yeah, start at the very yeah. bottom. He's at the very bottom. He has to fight his yeah. way. That it's being invaded by, I don't know, space pirates or something like yeah. that. And he has to get Okay, up. per night. Make your guesses, gents. Um, okay, one night. One night. $1,000. $500. $500. Um, 25000 25000 I would okay. say 5000 clams. <laughs> 1500 <laughs> An incredible Cohen joke. Strang, ladies and gentlemen, is the closest with fifty thousand dollars a night. What? Fifty thousand dollars, and you have to. For it is a night. four night minimum, so it is a minimum of a two hundred thousand dollar package. But just to make you feel a little bit better about it, it does include a personal chef and the use of a private boat. What? Huh. Wait a minute. Awesome. How can you use a boat underwater? Right, because the very top Great floor question. is above water, oh, so you right. get to use. You can go up and go lay out and get a tan and go out on the boat, and then you sleep and eat and live and take a bath down. You just underwater. take a plane ride and land on some like deserted island with yeah. one person. Yeah, just like here now you can check in. Where am I going? Yeah, yes. five <laughs> seconds later you're underwater. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, underwater. <laughs> I like it. Okay. How far out from the shore are we? Like, are you right? <laughs> You guys are asking me questions like I'm a travel agent. I'm um, just wondering, are you like, are there? We have follow up questions. Who owns it floating? Who owns the bedazzled yeah. nest pigeon? Um, we, it is. We have, it, we have questions. You bring information. This we is have a Hilton. I got you, Cam, uh, Cameron. This is a Hilton property. So okay. in fact, if you would book it, you are automatically Hilton Diamond status just for booking. Um, the So the owner is Hilton. How far out is it from the land? It does not say. 
But you know, the Maldives also have those floating villas that are out. Like kind of the thing about the Maldives is you're not really on ground. Really, You think they have, do you think they have Wi-Fi under there? Oh, thanks, Cohen. (laughs) Do they have Wi-Fi under there? I would assume so. I'm not paying $200,000 and not being able to check my Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Gives new meaning to surf the net. If you can't, you are are setting yourself up. Y'all need to Google it. (laughs) You guys and listeners need to Google it because the pictures are awesome. I mean, it does look, it looks like it costs $50,000 a night for sure. Well, does anything look like it costs $50,000 a night? I can't be sure of that, but... Um, okay, so it looks like I'm looking at a picture uh, to answer your question about how far out it is. It looks like it is it's positioned between two private islands joined by a footbridge. So I, I think longtime listeners know I think I've discussed before on here that I have a I have a phobia of squid. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, the, the, the thought the thought that I might look out my window in the morning and see and a squid, even just, if I, well, let's let's I forgot let's say about your my, phobia of squid. Just squid, or is it uh, octopus and jellyfish? Tentacled, that, any sort of tentacled okay. situation okay. Cool, cool. is just, I, I can't do. That it. makes sense. Like, it, like if you see it, like you can't look at one, or like I can't, how, I can't look at a picture of one. Really? Um, if there's a movie situation, I can't. I don't like. I don't like scrolling through articles about the ocean on the off chance that they have a picture of a squid somewhere. Oh wow! I'm, like, really? I'm just going to start be scrolling in one. Wait, will pop where up. did this come from, Eddie? I need your counselor brain to step in here and talk about. Why well, he has not a fear my of squid? experience because Nebraska doesn't have a lot of squid in it. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you ever so see I, that at twenty thousand leagues or whatever as a kid? I did twenty thousand leagues, I think, is a culprit. It's a <gasps> it's a possibility. That's such I, a I good know, that old Disney movie really scared me when I was a kid, and now I just can't do it at all. So the idea, this idea of being in a place where I'm looking out into the because right now it's very easy to avoid squid in my life right um but in a hotel it'd be much it'd be much more difficult i couldn't relax there even if you know when when my publishing career really when the dig, online digital writing career makes me into a multimillionaire mm-hmm. and the option of spending two hundred thousand dollars to go stay here was an option i don't think i would do it. <laughs> none of you would stay there i would totally 100 percent, 100 percent I would a hundred percent stay there. Yeah, I, would yeah. Do, I mean, if I didn't pay, have to pay for it, pretty much anything. Chandler is your answer is yeah, I'll do it as long as I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah totally. well, if it costs sure. fifty grand, well, listen, especially yeah, that's a val- that's a valid yeah. qualifier here. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will also say you know that it was not the first underwater hotel. Oh, yeah, oh. I was about to say. What? I think I feel like I've heard of underwater hotels. No, before. it said. Hold uh, on. Uh, yeah, Key Largo, Florida. The whatever jewels something I've seen it before. It's like really? there's definitely World's underwater hotel. first underwater hotel residence opens in Maldives, and this yeah. is a um, November 2018 article. Well, maybe this maybe they're defining it differently because the one in Key Largo people have to scuba dive to their room. Oh yeah, this says different. Well, <laughs> oh, you know what? This may be because it's a hotel residence. Because in the first paragraph, second paragraph, it says more than just a room or a suite. This uh, is the Maldives, after all, so luxury is the name of the game. Uh, the two-story villa is set more than 16 feet below the Indian Ocean. Mm-hmm. So it's a villa. That's the difference. Not a hotel yeah. room. Got it. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So we got bedazzled pigeons. I mean, it is amazing how those all pulled together. Let's just call that what it, it is. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Somebody going to the hospital without drinking water. Yep. Somebody so they're without, all water. There's a water, water, water string And here. now a uh-huh. villa underwater. Luxury yeah. villa. So yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. We got the whole spectrum here. All right. Well, stay tuned. Up next, Yvonne Orji joins us. Leave the lights on. It makes it go up. I'm coming home. 
You're listening to Tyler, the Creator. The song is Lights On, featuring Ryan Beatty and Santa Gold. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Stevie Wonder with What Christmas Means to Me. One interview we've been chasing for a long time at Relevant is actor Yvonne Orji, who's had a starring role in the HBO comedy Insecure. Orgy's character is one of the show's funnier personalities, but it's a pretty explicit part, especially season one, which is surprising considering the actor's open faith in Jesus. She's even talked openly about how she's going to remain a virgin until marriage. We spoke with Yvonne about how she approaches the role as a Christian and how she lives as a woman of faith in Hollywood. Here's part of our conversation with Yvonne Orgy. Sorry in advance for the audio quality. Your character, Molly, she's such a compelling person. It, you know, is so, I mean, the whole cast is incredible, but, you know, I think since the beginning, you know, Molly has been this scene stealer where, where a lot of fans gravitate to. What is it about her that you feel like draws so many fans in? You know, I think Molly offers people an opportunity to kind of like put the mirror to their faces that a lot of our characters do. Because, you know, the reality is like she's, fun in a lot of ways she's also a beautiful mess in a lot of other ways and I think people recognize like ah, I've either done that I've been that I'm still that and you know it, it's uh, it's always more fun to watch the disaster train happen <laughs> to someone else yeah. and you don't want to admit that it might be happening to you too yeah. and I think you know see a lot of people hold, hold them you know, up to themselves without like calling them out on their own stuff how similar are you to the character of Molly? Like, what do you personally identify with when it comes to playing her? I mean, I think there are a lot of different pieces of her and all of this. I think Molly's a hopeful romantic, which I am. I think Molly is, you know, really dedicated to her work and, all, and wants to advance and wants to, you know, put in her work and put in her time and get what she deserves out of it, which I do. Um, and so there, there are so many aspects of her life that, I can relate to. Yeah. And I feel like that's one of the great thing about the show, because especially with millennial audiences uh, of, you know, I mean, even the title is so fitting, you know, a lot of them are in these kind of insecure parts <laughs> of their life, trying to figure out what's the next thing relationally and career wise. It's cool to have a show that makes it okay to kind of feel insecure in that position in life. I guess that's the thing. I think also some people didn't know what to call it in terms of, like, what is this thing that I feel? And, you know, it's not sexy to say I'm more insecure in this. But when we show that, like, insecure just means a couple different things. It's not, you know, it's not really a bad thing, but it's like, maybe you're insecure in this, but this is why you're reacting this way to that. And it's like, oh, I didn't know that's what that was. Yeah. And if I fix it, I don't have to be insecure anymore, but at least I can identify what that feeling is now. It, it's so interesting because, you know, the the show, obviously, that has some, you know, edgier content, but it's also, you know, the characters really deal with the, the consequences of their decisions in really interesting ways. And I think ways that, uh, you know, are sometimes funny, sometimes cautionary and sometimes, uh, you, you know, they present all these different kind of outcomes that I feel like in the arc of the story is really positive, you know, for maybe people that, you you know, you kind of grew up with or went to church with, what's their reaction to insecure and kind of the different challenges and opportunities that the characters have in the show. 
I mean, I know some people who I went to church with, you know, back in Maryland, who say they, you know, they can't watch the show for a narrative reasons. It's the language and it's the content. You know, I, I respect that. Um, and but then I know a lot of people who are like, thank you, because the show helped me deal with something that I was going through. Um, and, like, I see where this ends, and I, it's not favorable. So, like, ah, I guess I know what I got to do now. So, you know, it's, 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 it's all different strokes with different folks, to be honest. Um, and, and the reason that that's life, life gives us opportunities and choices um, with what we watch, what we listen to, what we engage in, what we don't engage in. It's like that's literally the foundation of life is based on choices. That was Yvonne Orji, if you could understand her. <laughs> you should read uh, the profile on her, which is totally legible, in the current issue of Relevant. It's out now. You're listening to Hillsong Worship. The song is Seasons. I know Seasons is also just one of their normal worship songs, but if you listen to it, it's on the Christmas album. It's uh, it's actually a Christmas song. Well, uh, as you know, for the last few months, uh, we have been helping you guys solve your life conundrums. Our very own Jesse Carey has been um, your your life coach, and it's gone really well, I think. Oh, uh, we've been doing the okay. Ask Jesse segment. <laughs> really well, um, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, uh, it has certainly been on the show. We yeah. can say that. Uh, <laughs> last week and the this week, in, uh, in Jesse's absence, we've we've uh, broadened it to uh, uh, to Eddie and Annie uh, answering your life questions. You guys have been hitting us up, and it's time for Ask Andy. This segment has not gone well. So I, my proposal is that we do this this time, and then we just leave it to Jesse because I thought Annie and I would be better at it. Right. Turns out we're, we're not, not good. But yeah. we'll give you one last shot. So this will be the uh, second and finale edition of Ask Andy. Yeah. And uh, and then next week, I think we should bring back Listener of the Week. I've missed yeah. talking oh, about you. Oh, I have missed Listener our friends. Let's do it. that. Yeah. That's my really favorite fun. segment. I kind of miss Huck, it. you just jump in here when you can because I feel like you're a sensible person. All right. Oh, I right. I'm, I'm just like to sit at y'all's feet for this yeah, one. Let's, let's do it. Let's, <laughs> let's, hurt, let's hurt some feelings. Uh, Sarah Rasmussen, uh, she she asks us, uh, she says, I've started attempting online dating as a 23-year-old female. This is probably okay. for you, Annie. Advice to take oh. on Match.com? I accidentally bought the one-year subscription. <laughs> How much does it um, cost for a year? But she's in regardless. $50,000. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> One <laughs> night in the Maldives. <laughs> the underwater premium match.com experience. <laughs> okay, Eddie, I see your wheels spinning. I'm going to lead with something kind of rational, which is. Yeah, I'd like you to lead, Annie, because I feel like this person is asking for actual wisdom here. And all I can think of is things that are terrible. So you yes, go, so Annie. I'll do I'll do a real short, sensible thing, and then y'all can ruin our life after me. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a year, I hope you aren't on it for a year. But okay. there is a good there is getting your numbers up and meeting a lot of people is good. So don't spend a lot of time trying to get some know somebody online. 
do enough that you know it's safe and that you think it's fun and then move it forward and go meet him. Figure out a way to meet him. Don't stay online for four months talking to eight guys. You should be going on dates, meet him, get to know him, get it offline as quick as you can. Oh, no, that's really good advice. Mine was the opposite, which was (laughs) see if you I think since you've got a year in this, you want to be value conscious. I would cultivate as many, I don't know how, what the language is. I would cultivate as many leads as you can so that when you end your subscription at day 365, you've got 30, 45, 50 in the tank, right? Like you're ready to go and make the most of it. Cause my fear is you've already prepaid for the year. Something starts brewing next week and you realize, Mm -hmm. Oh, I've I've got, I've got this person. Like I'm starting to care about this person. We're going to be exclusive You've just wasted a huge amount of money. So I would say keep everybody on the hook. Yeah. Wait, wait, no wait. Kid. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's incredible advice. You've already paid. Yep. Uh, Tony Miles asks, uh, I- I'm the only non-coffee drinker on a team who loves lattes a lot. I don't mm-hmm. think about random coffee shops in the day or on trips as naturally as they do. I believe I'm getting a mental stink eye about it. No. Any advice? This is Tony Miles. Well, one, Tony, you can look at your coworkers and say, hey, you're not really coffee drinkers either because you're just drinking lattes all the time. If they were ordering an Americano, an espresso shot, or even just a regular tall black, like yeah. that's somebody that can be stinky about coffee, but they are basically just ordering chocolate milk. So I would <laughs> definitely, definitely quit your job. Oh, Annie, what do you <laughs> No, I would get into tea. You know why? Because I think tea people are very cool. Like everybody drinks coffee, but if somebody like really knows about tea and is like dipping the little leaves and pouring that's over NAF. for that's I mean NAF. that's cool. All the yeah. rest of us are just killing ourselves with coffee. It's a power move. Oh, it's it's a power move. Tea's and a power I would move, ju- I know. Yeah. I would take them to the closest tea place where they like you have to order some junky coffee that they don't really want to serve, but they have to. And then I would just order the coolest tea setup, and I would stare at them. The final move is stare at them without breaking eye contact and without blinking as you drink your tea. Annie. I am the fancy tea person. I am the non-coffee drinker in every group. And so yeah. I agree with you fully. Quit your job. You you probably yeah. just need a whole new life. You need a new friend circle. Yeah. You need a new life. You need to move somewhere where people don't care about coffee. And that is nowhere. Yeah. Don't you think you could just make it really insufferable by yes. like taking one like taking one sip of coffee somewhere you go with with just your team and being like, eh, it's fine. And that, that's yeah. it. That's I mean, all you want to do. And then they just they don't the want to go to like, character where you just bring facts and stats about coffee. At and every nobody wants to go drink coffee yeah. with you anymore. Anyway, you yeah. solved your own. Pre- you've made yeah. yourself uninvitable to the coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's out. right. That's right. I think also at work you should get a cool tea setup. Yeah. So like the water oh. boiler thing and the fancy glass. It's called a kettle. And- if anybody googles it, that's called a kettle. You can water boiler Google either thing. one. Water boiler thing would have gotten you there as well. Um, so, uh, but you know, if you're real bougie, Eddie, what you need is like an English tea set on yeah. one side of your like your desk is over here, and over yeah. there is some sort of counter where everybody else has like yeah. whiskey or coffee, and you've got an English whiskey. tea set and a Chinese tea set, right? Like you've got a real. I didn't know deal. there was a difference. It, oh, yeah. note, if there is whiskey at your workplace, do not <laughs> yeah. quit your job I mean, because you have you somehow seen- found a great job. Job. Isn't that what they do on all the fancy television shows like, like Don Draper? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Don't they always have like a decanter? Well, with, you're uh, bringing up different regional tea sets. I didn't didn't <laughs> even know that was like an option to have. I am like, that, I'm thinking I am today's a Chinese type tea day. Yeah, I, it's so different. 
This oh, is why tea uh, people are just, so cool because they have they they, they it sounds so cultured, know. right? It's like the poor. All right, um, Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin asks. You guys are taking a long time to answer these questions. By the way, oh sorry, uh, Caitlin asks. I'm a missionary that needs to make a lot of money in a short amount of time. What's the best way to do that? <laughs> oh, I want it. Oh gosh! Get a job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would. I would continue. Just. Uh, I would continue emailing into random podcasts asking for advice. Oh. Use your time doing that. Uh, Jordan Scott says, uh, "My two-year-old. My two-year-old watches the same cartoon every morning. What tactics yeah. do I use to wean him off of this?" Cameron, you take this one. Yeah, You've got a really. Kid who does this? Wants to play Fortnite all the time. Ah, I mean, you just put your two-year-old on cartoon restriction. I mean, that's it. It's like, it's not an option. You're Literally, on, you you're turn on, the TV you're off, on, right? You're on pound puppy restriction. I mean, that's it. You can't do it. Pound puppies. I haven't thought about them in so long. Man. I'll tell you, though, I have both of my kids get very stuck on shows. They do. And so, Every kid and, does that. And, and I get that. It's like familiar and they like it. But I mean, Sophia the First is the only song I hear in this house. Yeah. But the other day, I just, I tried a new tactic and I put on a Mr. Rogers yeah. in, in the background and I... They were both just standing in the room, just staring at it. And I walk out and Eve looks at me and goes, who is this man? I was like, it's Mr. Rogers. He's very, very sweet. And this is his show. And she's just like, I like this man. (laughs) They both just got into it. So I would say sneakily introduce a new show. That's really sweet and very Mr. Rogers. All right. Grace Jenkins says, uh, my husband and I recently got married and we're looking for a new hobby to have together. Nothing is off the table, including heist pranks or anything. Any ideas? We will try whatever you suggest and send updates. I don't mighty with that <laughs> question. <laughs> you both just turned beat red. <laughs> yeah, we don't want updates about it. I would say the best, I would say don't have hobbies together. Just find your own what? thing to do. You've, what? Isn't that, is that terrible advice? I've got I don't my know. own hobbies. Brian has her own hobbies. You've already got enough time don't together. Don't you do things together, though? You go to Gator Games together. Yeah, you have shared great. interests. Great. Do all that stuff they're already doing. But I think if you're going to invest in a whole new thing, get your own hobby. Just find some time to miss each other. Because oh. the shared hobby are the people who end up wearing the same clothes every day. Like the oh, twin, yes. they twin every day. But yeah, I think you that, just stumbled onto something important, Eddie. The whole thing of like, uh, you need to have, you need to miss each other. Like go do oh, your yeah. own thing so you can look forward to coming back together. That's oh, yeah. The mistake is that we need to spend seven nights a week. It's just like, no, go out with your friends. Go do Wait, stuff. Wait, was it us talking about this? Um, forgive me that, you know, we spend lots of hours together every week. But us talking about that a comedian said the reason his parents stayed together. Was it us talking about this? No. The no. reason his parents stayed remember. together. He asked his dad. They've been married like 50 years or something. He said, how have y'all lasted this long? He said, because when I go to work. I'm gone for eight hours and I don't talk to your mother all day. <laughs> and then I come home and we're together. Like we have, like yeah. we aren't talking 24 seven. And so we don't get sick of each other because we miss each other because I'm at work all day. Yeah. It would like, this was, you know, when he was at work in like the seventies and eighties when you didn't have phones all the time. Right. But I thought that was so interesting that, that there was something about missing each other and being apart that made them actually work better. But I do see that like in young couples though, there is always this like, like he's really into this and then she, you could tell like she's trying real hard to get into that thing, but it's just not yes. a natural fit or vice versa. And I'm always like, you know what? You don't have to do that. Just have your own, just have your own thing. You can just be two different people that enjoy meeting up in the afternoon and hanging out and talking about the different things you did. 
it's so much better than being that guy who tries to get his new wife into like the Smiths or something like that. And you're like, no, no, it's going to change your life. Did you listen to it? Did you listen to it? And she's like, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I don't I like it. I, I mean, but I don't there know. should be it's, some it's shared. Fine. Like I, I like Ariana Grande. I've, Leave me alone. It, yeah. Yeah. But isn't this true for y'all's in y'all's relationships and everyone I've dated? Like the reason you like each other is you have shared everyone you've dated. How many people have you dated? enough to know that, that one of the things I like about them is our shared experiences and the things we both like to do. Right. right? So we like bring so, each other along. I don't know. Yeah. I, we bring each other. Along. We do a lot of stuff. Bree and I do a lot of stuff like together and hanging out and doing fun things, but then it's also really just as valuable to have the alone time. So I would say if you don't have any of those like shared experiences, then yeah, maybe find a hobby. And I would suggest finding your local PT cruiser club, signing up. <laughs> Each one of you get a PT cruiser and join in. Right? Oh, go, I love it. That's a real thing riding, in your head. Yeah. Go riding down to Denny's on a Saturday morning with a bunch of other people that have PT cruisers. But, Done. But, yeah. you, together. but if you both get a PT cruiser, you're not spending time together. You have- No, you get one PT cruiser and you like decorate it and so that's there's like, yeah. like stenciling on her window that says yeah. like Doris and stenciling on his that says mm-hmm. like you know Marvin mm-hmm. I like it alright anyway. Marvin and Doris Marvin yeah. and Doris alright great so cruiser. this is great advice um, I think Ask Andy has gone flawlessly um, yeah. next week <laughs> next week we're gonna I feel bad about that missionary comment you don't have to get a job you're doing a job just raise some more support. I feel bad about that. I feel some guilt about I that. I don't. Just yeah, get don't a worry job, about it. I think, right? Uh, I don't think you can make a lot of money really fast or everybody would just be doing it, right? Right. I mean, I guess invest in the stock market. It's a multi-level marketing thing. I don't know. Just get it. Um, hey, uh, next week we're going to bring back Listener of the Week for the holiday oh, season. Wait. I'm excited about that. Holiday um, version of Listener of the Week, yeah, everybody. We're yeah. only calling people who dress up as Santa. Prepare if yourselves. If you uh, want to be our Listener of the Week, hit us up on Twitter at Relevant Podcast and tell us three interesting things about yourself. And we will pick one of you to be on the show with us next. And just as a caveat to that, make sure they're interesting to us because really yeah. it's about selling yourself. Can we just so, say that one of them has to be holiday related? That would be ideal. It would be, yeah, be ideal. Yeah, it would help. And remember your audience. This is true for every writer. Remember your audience. Remember your audience. It's not me. <laughs> it's not the normal one. It's the others. <laughs> uh, hey, many thanks, to, <laughs> many thanks to Yvonne Orgy for joining us. Uh, you can follow yes. her on Twitter at Yvonne Orgy, O-R-J-I. Um, if you want to watch Insecure, the second season just wrapped. Um, you can watch it on HBO On Demand. Um, and check out our conversation with her in the new issue of Relevant. Hey, it's uh, holiday season. It's Christmas season. And there are sales galore going on at Relevant. Uh, right now, you can give a gift subscription uh, as a Christmas present if you want to. If you go to relevantmagazine.com slash give, there's a great deal there. Also, at the Relevant store, there's free shipping and special discounts all season long. We are stocking the uh, podcast section, the, the fan shop uh, with new, new merchandise. And there's also... Um, other relevant brand stuff as well. And all, obviously all of our magazines and everything available at Relevant Store. Uh, you can get there at store.relevantmagazine.com. Check it out. I thought the perfect three things that I like. What? I like turtles. <laughs> I like dogs. And I like bread. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, this is oh, a good really? example. Oh, if, yeah, a listener, the, if a listener that's came that's in and submitted that, that, you'd be on the show. That's, so that's listener oh of the week. Gosh, oh, my gosh. Oh, Okay, that's great turtles. Content. What? Turtles, Turtles dogs, dogs, and bread. dogs, and bread. 
Congratulations, listener relatable. of the week. Come on. L- that <laughs> is interesting. <laughs> I, want the long, I want the long read. I want to unpack each of those. I'm thrilled about that. I'm sad I didn't make top three because we've become really good friends, but I'll take that top three list because that's brilliant. Uh, that's really funny. Buddy. Oh my gosh. Turtles, dogs, and bread. In that order, Cohen, turtles are your favorite and then dogs and then bread? No, that isn't the order. Dogs mm-hmm. first, bread order? second, and turtles, turtles third. third. We have a lot of turtles around around the lake. A we, lot of turtles. Yeah, you like turtles. I said that because that's a meme. It is? Yes. I like turtles as a meme. A lot of turtles. So, okay, do y'all know this? Uh, the memes that I know are like on Instagram. They're like yeah. photos uh-huh. or, or GIFs, and uh-huh. they have like the big white words on them. Right. Yeah. Uh, or the Twitter words or whatever. I think a meme is anything that goes viral. Okay, but... But yeah, in third grade, yeah. memes are little like Videos. video clips. Yeah. It's all videos. They all watch YouTube. Right. Right. Yep. Or or wow. musically or whatever. So they reenact memes, he and his friend. Where ah. I'm like, oh, I just scroll and I see oh, it and I smile, I or I maybe I retweet. Yeah. He and his friends in the playground are acting out memes. That makes sense. Example. The pivot to video. Yeah. Took a little longer than we thought. Top three memes. Um Mr. Postman. Mr. Postman's top meme. What is it? Um, it's like this kid singing some random like rap, and then he says Mr. Postman, and then he has the postman sitting next to him. Hey, see, oh. Mr. Postman. Oh, 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 oh. I've seen that one. Third grade. Yeah, yeah. third grade. Yeah. Right Cole, listen, the only person connecting right now with Cohen is Chandler. Yeah, it's Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, if you guys start talking Pokemon, we're going to lose the show. No, I mean, no, they're just, yeah. okay. Uh, Cohen gives me shade about still playing Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> My third grader. <laughs> Throw shade to his uncle about the fact that the uncle still plays Pokemon. I told Pokemon. my friends, and he and he he and they both said he still plays that. Yeah, yeah. Third graders <laughs> are making fun That's of Chandler. They're like confused. Right. getting dunked myself. on by third graders over Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I can take it. Oh, That's all right, Chandler. You be you, buddy. You be you. That's what I love about you. That's intimidating. Oh, we're still going. Oh yeah. Top yeah. two meme. Okay. Um. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, there it is. Okay. What? What's your number one meme? Sounds like a winner. Um, baby shark. Baby shark. Um, baby shark. Baby shark. Yeah, there baby it is. Shark. All right. Top three memes. And, and with that, I just became a hundred years old. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> On that note, we will wrap things up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Cohen Strang. I'm Chandler Strang. Look at that. That's a lot of Strangs. I'm Tyler Huckabee. I'm Annie F. Downs. I'm Eddie Koffeltz. We'll see you on Friday. Thank you for listening to The Relevant Podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Check out other shows from The Relevant Podcast Network in the podcast section at relevantmagazine.com. And while you're there, browse exclusive podcast merchandise at our online store. Make sure to subscribe to Relevant Magazine. Info is available at relevantmagazine.com forward slash subscribe. Relevant Podcast Network.